0: Do you suffer from pain, tenderness, or a clicking in your jaw? Maybe you have pain while chewing, chronic migraines, or other facial discomfort. We have the answer for you. Welcome to the TMJ and Jaw Pain Podcast with Dr. Astrid Cruza Dr. Guir is a maxillofacial surgeon qualified in both dentistry and medicine and is the head of the Temporomandibular Joint Center. You don't have to live in pain. Listen to today's podcast and learn more about the causes of jaw pain and your treatment options.
1: That seems common to you. Suddenly, you can no longer open your mouth wide and it hurts in the area of your temper mandible joint. What happened there and what can you do? That's what we are going to talk about today. So, what is our topic for today? Today we are talking about disc luxation. In other words, when your temporomandibular disc has been luxated to the wrong position. Briefly well review for all of those who have not yet heard our first episode on the anatomy of the temporomandibular joint. Between the head of the jaw and the temporomandibular fossa there's a small disc of cartilage, the so-called disc This is comparable to an intervertebral disc or the meniscus. The joint disc in our temporomandibular joint is normally located exactly between the fossa and the head of the jaw to buffer the pressure. This joint disc can be displaced and we speak of a disc luxation when the joint disc is displaced. Most commonly, the disc is displaced forward, hence the term anterior disc dislocation. This disc is attached to ligaments, and if the disc is now shifted forward, it can cause the rear attachment ligament to be quite stretched or, in the worst case, torn. We differ between two types of disc displacement. One is when the disc jumps back onto the joint head with every opening movement of the lower jaw you will notice that your jaw cracks with every opening movement and usually also cracks much more quietly when closing. We call this an anterior disc luxation with reposition, which means that your joint disc is pushed forward but springs back into the correct position. So when you bite on your teeth, the joint disc or disc has slipped forward and then jumps into the correct position when opening. And then, when closing the jaw, it jumps forward again into the wrong position. What I'm asked very often, is that bad? No, it's not bad if the mouth opening is sufficient. For example, if the width of your index, middle and ring finger fits between your upper and lower front teeth, or is 40 to 45 millimeter, measured between the incisional edges of the upper and lower jaw teeth, and if you are not in pain. Now, you might be wondering if there are many people with this type of disc displacement. Yes, it's common. It is believed that around 30% of the population has this type of shift. A common question is, why? There are a number of theories, one is that women, due to hormones, have more elastic ligaments, but of course there are also men who have a disc dislocation with repositioning, but more women are actually affected. Can you do something about it? Not really. However, it is important that the adjusters muscle are not tense, as the tension can clearly cause your pain. We have already addressed this in our episode on craniomandibular dysfunction. But what if the joint disc doesn't jump back and stays in front of the jaw head the whole time? Then, we are now speaking of an anterior disc luxation without reduction. What does that mean? When you grind your teeth, your disc is in the front of the condyle normally, the disc should be above the center of a condyle. If you open your mouth, the joint disc stays in front of the joint head the whole time. So the head pushes the joint disc in front of it and the joint disc is compressed. What happens now? You cannot open your mouth wide and you have significant pain over the jaw joint when you open it. Such a shift usually happens suddenly. Patients often tell me that they bit down on something and felt a strong pain after that the mouth wouldn't open probably anymore. There are also patients who have experienced this after prolonged dental work or after a hearty yawn. In my everyday clinical work, I usually feel an initial movement with my fingers directly above the jaw joint, but the head is then not pushed further forward as the mouth opens further as it is blocked by the joint disc. What can you do about it? In the past, attempts were made to straighten the articular disc with certain movements under short anesthesia, but the success rate was not very great in some cases. I recommend rest as much as possible. I mean protection and warmth. That means eat as soft as possible, for example, banana consistency. Don't chew chewing gum. You've heard that from me more often in relation to jaw joint diseases and use a heat pad. Under certain circumstances, physiotherapeutic exercises can support repositioning. For example, the sliding back of the joint disc. The longer the flexible disc is displaced, for example, over weeks or months, the longer the therapy lasts. What other treatment options are there? I always recommend exhausting all conservative possibilities, like self-massage, heat, and possibly physiotherapy or osteopathy. However, if there's no significant improvement over the course of time, we will have an MRI examination carried out here in order to find out exactly where the joint disc is and whether the joint disc on the rear ligament has torn off. Only if conservative forms of therapy are not successful do we then recommend a more invasive procedure such as atroscopy or open joint surgery. Now, what is an atroscopy? We will report on this in more detail in one of the next episodes. By atroscopy, we mean that we use very small instruments thinner than a ballpoint pen to go into the joint and then work there through a kind of keyhole on the joint. In contrast with open joint surgery, the joint disc is brought back into the correct position and fixed through a small incision. Such an operation takes between 30 to 40 minutes and is performed under general anesthesia. But as I said, I will be happy to report on the individual methods in the next few episodes. But now back to the displacement of the joint disc, which does not return to its correct position. A frequent asked question is, which I am also asked by patients where the joint disc has returned, is how to avoid a renewed displacement. Here, too, a good home program to stabilize the ligaments and relieve the tension in the masticatory muscle is very important. Does constant displacement lead lead to osteoarthritis? This is an intriguing question that has not been resolved to this day. It is certainly not optional if the joint disc is shifted forward and the bone of the joint socket rubs Directly on the bone of the joint head. However, what I also see in practice is that we carry out a magnetic resonance examination and sometimes we find a disc displacement on the opposite side of the painful joint as an incidental finding, but without pain. I have now told you about the most common form, the anterior disc luxation. For example, a disc that has been displaced forwards, but there are also other but much rarer forms of joint disc displacement, such as the posterior joint disc shift, which is when the joint disc is shifted backwards. I see this on rare occasions in patients who have had a fall on their lower jaw, usually on their chin, or had their lower jaw hit. These patients are then usually unable to fully close their jaws. In this case, a doctor should absolutely clarify whether there is a fracture of the head of the jaw. If this is not the case, the same applies here. Soft food, protection of the jaw, and, of course, no chewing gum. If necessary, therapy can then be supported with other non-surgical procedures, such as physiotherapy. And there are also mixed forms, in which the flexible disk can also be pushed inwards in some cases. These forms are usually only recognized during special examinations, such as the magnetic resonance examination. So to summarize today, above all, There is joint disc displacement forward of which we distinguish two forms, one with jaw joint tracking and usually normal mouth opening and one with a sudden onset of painful restricted mouth opening without clicking of the jaw joint. The first form is mostly harmless. The second form should be clarified by a doctor to be on the safe side. If you have any questions or topic requests, I look forward to hearing from you. See you soon, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast.
0: Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more information on TMJ and jaw pain, or to contact Dr. Cruz Aguirre, you can go to our website, www.tmj.clinic. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend. Until next time, we wish you the very best and want you to live healthy and pain-free.